Okay, good afternoon. Good afternoon. We haven't done a a podcast for some time, haven't we? I'm not sure. I know we've been on vacation, so time has kind of disappeared. Yeah, I know that we wanted to record in the car while we were driving, but the mechanism that we had was faulty, so we we didn't. So that's been about three weeks ago, I think it is, since we did the last podcast. So, um, I know there's a lot of topics that we we're thinking about, and any topics that you want to talk about today? Uh, you, you always ask me first, so that I'm, I'm on the spot. <laughs> I, have, I have lots of things that are on my mind, uh, but controversial topics, I've got a few thoughts too. Yeah. What, did you have something on your mind? Well, it's not controversial topics. I was thinking about, what are the, if I had to go speak to myself back in the day, what would be some of the things that I would have said to myself? Your younger self. That would have helped me. Now, I wouldn't say I necessarily would listen. I think that's a different story <laughs> and the way I have to come, how to approach it. But if I could convince myself, what would be the, the key things that I would have told myself? That would be one thought I thought. Because <laughs> it's pretty interesting, right? Looking back at your life and thinking, you know, if I didn't do certain things, what would those things be? And the, the second thing, I was at the beach, and I was in the sea, uh, I was in the water, and nobody was around, and I was preaching. I was preaching to, to the, the sea, to the waves. And I was thinking, if I had to give a sermon to the whole world, and my last sermon, what would I say to them oh wow those are deep topics yeah but it's not controversial right it's more of a life reflection questions anyway those are the things oh, so one of I, mine was controversial okay well, what was yours uh, but we can still go to yours those are no, good no, topics no 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 I, I don't think I think you need to stick on the topic which is controversial I know but sometimes it's good to reflect on things that we've learned because I was thinking about the concept of light that we that has come across our path in the last few weeks, especially while we're on vacation, and then we went to a lighthouse, and I just there were so many parts of the lighthouse that just spoke to me about you know in in terms of how we should be as Christians. So that was one thing, and then the controversial thing I was thinking about is how should Christians respond to AI? Because you know AI is very big in the news; it's quite a hot topic. There's a lot going on, and I thought... But is that really controversial? Like, would... Oh, it's very controversial. I mean, some Christians say that getting involved with AI is like getting involved with the devil. Yeah, but isn't that any time throughout history, anything that was new, um, Christians... So we talking about it? No, but again, is that really a controversial topic? Because I'm thinking, even when the internet started, remember they said... If you were part of the internet and you, you got online, um, you are participating with the devil. And then if you look at many, many years ago, when someone started playing drums, after the classical music, drums, oh, drums is from the devil. Um, and anything that was new, it's always seen um, as it's from the devil. Now, I'm not saying but that I think it isn't, a, the, but there are elements, I agree, there are elements of things you need to watch for, but it's, to me it's like a tool. 
Like you could say a knife is used for cutting bread, but a knife could also be used to hurt people. So the question is, is the knife the problem or is it the tool or the person that uses the tool? Um, and I think whatever you do in, in word or deed, we do it all to the glory of Christ. People are using, you, people are using the internet. How? People used to hate Facebook. Now you, they're using Facebook to spread a message. This is very interesting coming from a person who doesn't even have a cell phone. No, but I, the reason why I have a cell phone because I, I you don't, don't. You mean I don't? Just because I don't believe that there is a, a need. And and I don't, I've never been a person that because the world tells me I need it. But you bought one for me. Yes, because I need to know where you are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there is a need for a cell phone then. For you. Okay, but so that's a need no, because it's actually for you. It would be nice if you left it on. Because you need to know where I am. It would be nice if you left it on so when I try to get hold of you. You can answer it. But anyway, it's another topic. <laughs> but it is actually a need for you then. Because there's a need for you to know where I am. Yeah, and especially for the safety. It's really the safety aspect. And oh, as, okay. And okay. as a husband, our job is to protect our wives. Yeah, I, I just heard a lot of people saying that uh, AI is, is going to be used by the devil with transhumanism because it can be attached to people. It's going to teach the world. It's going to eliminate Bible stuff. It's going to, you know, it has the ability to take over and think for itself. It's... So surely we need to be ahead of it and know how to influence it versus abstaining from it. Well, I think that we have to understand what it is and what the potential is uh, to be able to know whether we want to use it or not. Okay, we use AI all the time. A phone is an AI device. I think maybe that's then. What is the definition, right? Yeah. Even even using a program like Excel or Word, it all got binary codes inside. That's AI. So you know the the, the point of it of the matter is I know what they're referring to is, is is the ability to to tell the AI, hey, I want you to write a a script on whatever. And it provides a script. Um, anyway, I don't know. Well, some people think that 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 it's 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 demonic, um, that it's allowing demons in. It'll you know open avenues and doors. I mean, I, I think I think like you in the sense that you know God gave us the ability to to think to to use our brains to create stuff, and we can use it for our benefit and for His glory. But I mean, even if you think of www, World Wide Web, all remember back in the day they used to say when it's before it started, they said, "Oh, www, that's the mark of the beast." Yeah, uh, remember? Yes, and then, exactly. Then there's Y two K. Oh, Y two K. That is the time it's coming. I even have maps portraying year two thousand as the as time. As the end. As the end. I'm thinking, wow, thank God I never listened to those maps. There's a reason why people sold their houses, right? So I, I think it is a controversial. It's it's. I think it's anything that's new. Sometimes it scares Christians. I I do think anytime it actually impacts our body, like putting an AI chip in your brain, 
Yes, I think that's up. That's mixing with the DNA and stuff like that. So, so let's let's talk about that then. What about so? If there's some whole foods that are in the United States and England where they've got little chips in their hands and they just walk in and they wipe wipe their hand over the scanner, and the scanner detects who they are and it charges their bank account, and you know that that little chip is identifying the the purchaser. Um, is that is that okay to do that? For me, anytime I get hesitant with those kind of things, because I think of, okay, that is the the surface. The surface is it's just is just a link, isn't it good? Because currently you could say an argument, walking around with your credit card the whole time, which can easily scan. You just, uh, just tap it. Tap it. Yeah. But surely if it's in your hand, can it not be tapped as well? If you're mm-hmm. walking around, can it not be scanned as well? Do you need to put your hand in the pocket so that it doesn't get scanned? So. But for me, the biggest thing is how does anything interact with your body, right? Whether it is a vaccine, whether it is an AI thing, chip, whether it is certain um, foods that are not gene- or genetically modified foods, how does that impact your body? And anytime it impacts our physical body or our spiritual body, so to me, another big thing that we don't necessarily talk much about is Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. I could even say, look at Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi sends signals. How? Why is it that a person puts a plant in front of a, a modem that puts out a Wi-Fi, and a, and a plant somewhere else, and the plant in front of the Wi-Fi dies? And yet we walk around, well, not me, but people walk around with their phones in their pockets near the um, reproductive, Gentiles, or, yeah. reproductive organs, or close to their heart, or where they have it near their head. All the time, mm-hmm. all these earpods, what do they call them? The earpods. Yeah, earpods. So, to me, like you say, well, how does it impact your body? So the question is: there's things that I believe that impact your body physically. Then there are things that impact your bo- your your reasoning ability, and I think your reasoning ability is things like waves. Or things like vaccines can impact you. That's why we always joke and say, well, that person could be vaccinated. <laughs> and, and, and they give them a grace card. Okay. <laughs> um, and, but the question becomes, can any time, and I was having a discussion today with somebody, actually just before we have this discussion, and, that, and we were talking about detoxing. How do we detox physically? Sweat. Yeah. So we need to, it's, urination. Yeah. Bowel movements. Mm-hmm. Breath. That, breath. Mm-hmm. Tears. Snot. Yeah, but that's 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 just living. Okay. I'm talking about how do we actually purposefully detox our body from whatever we've put in. How? We have to have something that's going to take the toxins and carry them out. So sometimes we have to use. So if, if it's if it's organic stuff. We exercise, right? It's like you've got a sauna. Sweating it out. You, you take um, these um, castor oil patches. Um, you um, eat greens, which eat greens, and, and, and or, or what's it called? It um, carbon active uh, charcoal, okay? Um, just to cleanse the body. So that's, but those are the kind of physical things, right? How do we de- how do we cleanse ourselves, detox from 
Um, waves. Oh. Waves. Because how do you think the enemies... There are minerals. There how, are minerals that help you but, detox. Right? But how do you think... Well, I'm thinking... So minerals, I would think, contain some kind of waves, right? Because well, it's an energy level. How does the devil or the demons... How do demons speak to people? Thoughts. But how? How do they get to the thoughts? Whisper in their ear. But how, so it's, it's by waves. Oh, yeah. Waves, it's, I guess. It's, So it's actually... Getting the same kind of wavelength as your as your brain pattern, speaking that wavelength, and the person thinks, "Oh, that's 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 uh, my thought." And that's what the Bible says: cast out every thought that exalts itself. itself. So obviously, the devil can speak thoughts. Now, I get it; the devil can't hear our thoughts. Okay, doesn't understand how to decipher it. But I mean, they can see our reactions. They've been yes. observing us for years, right? So but, they they can, but they can speak. Mm-hmm. So the question is: How do we? Detox. So the things like um, AI, having AI chips, or things that that uh, like um, stop the frequencies. Like uh, I remember watching uh, what was it um, X Men. The guy he doesn't want to be influenced by other people. He puts on this this metal helmet. Mm-hmm. That he can't be influenced by other waves from somebody else. Mm-hmm. And isn't it? A Fascinating that people use silver, right? They use silver, um, what do you call it? Silver hats. <laughs> it reminds me of the tin hats, right? Silver hats to reject any waves that come against your head. Right. So, so when we talk about AI, I, honestly, I think that there's, there's things that we've discerned, there's things that... There are things, some things are, are, are very powerful. And anything that impacts the way we, we think and reason um, is dangerous. So, so in Revelation 13, the beast is not an AI image. And the, and the second beast that gives breath to the image is not an AI computer. Well. And so, because I, I have read that. I have read okay, that. And, and, and just so you know, people, okay. The, the idea of Revelation 13 verse 18, which is starts from 16, from 16 to 18 is in reference to a credit card. This was back in the day, a credit yeah, card. Yeah, people used to say that you'd, it would be a credit card. Then they said it's going to well, be a chip. On the phone. Then, be, then it was the phone. Then it was a chip. Oh, computer. computer yeah, computer. Phone. Then it was the WWW. Yeah. Then it was a chip under their finger or in their forehead. Now... If we want to talk about Revelation 13, verse 16 and 18, we need to understand, read it. Read what it says. Now, sometimes I think people don't actually read the scripture. It's like, oh, it's a mock beast, and they don't read it. And, and so, if you want to understand what the scripture says, you have to read what it says. So, let's read it. Verse 16? Yeah, let's start from 16. So, well, the people are saying that breath to the image of the beast should, could speak, and many as would not worship the image of the beast Okay, so go, so, then, so stop before that then. Okay, 14. So, so 14 okay, says... Okay, what version are you reading? I hope it's not the nearly inspired version. Are you kidding me right now? Or the Elmo's version, ESV. It's the Rice Krispie version. Oh, it's uh, with a message. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And not the amplified either, 
Right? The amplifier does help understand words, but no, I'm not oh, reading. Please. But I'm not reading. Oh, please, it helps understand words. Well, sometimes it, it, it gives a few ver- words from the Strong's Concordance. Yes, yeah, it's a multiple choice. That's Bible. right, it's multiple choice. <laughs> Pick but, which words you want to suit the but situation. But sometimes it does help. It does not help. But I'm not reading from that. I would never have the audacity now, to read that. Now, that's a controversial to corner topic. <laughs> I would never have the audacity to read that in front of you. Gosh, who do you think I am? Okay, so... This is in Revelation 13. We're reading from um, the the beast that comes up from the out of the earth. Okay, you probably want to speak in the mic so that they the can beast see. that comes up from the earth, out of the earth, um, verse 14 or verse 13. He performs great signs so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. 14. He deceives those. Who does that? Who does that? The beast. No, no. Who does that? It's the beast's friend. It's the second beast, not the, the main beast. It's oh, the I saw beast. another beast. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. it's the second beast. In other words, this is the false, the false prophet. The first beast is actually earlier in Revelation 13. So then now the false prophet comes to power. And uh, when it come, comes to power, he actually is a friend of the beast. And he brings fire down from heaven. Why does he bring fire down from heaven? Why? Because the two prophets, uh, uh, witnesses, the these are the guys, they're bringing fire down, right? They are killing people. The two, the, the two witnesses. And so this false prophet says, I can do the same as them. Watch me. And he brings fire from heaven. Right? Very similar to the book of Job, where fire came down and, and burnt up Job's... And it wasn't from God, it was from the devil. He brought fire to come down and killed his flock with a fire. And, and Job thought it was God. No. So he's going to try and say, look how powerful I am. And he submits to the beast. Right? And so this is this guy. Okay. okay, and he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. Yep. Okay. So, so in other words, when he says wounded, he was mortally wounded. So the 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 actual beast, he gets, I'm going to say, killed. And how? Probably when he says mortally wounded, in other words, people will see it and it's not going to be like, oh, let's see his pulse. It'll be very obvious. It'll be very obvious. Like, for example, a beheading. Okay. Okay, So he would, and then, but he's going to come back to life. And he's going to say, you guys, so he's going to be the, like the forerunner. It's amazing how they mimic, they mimic the scripture. Where the forerunner um, of Yeshua was John the Baptist. They're going to have their forerunner is this, this false prophet pointing to the beast. Okay. Okay. Uh, and he was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast, that was the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. That's verse 15. Yeah. And so, so what do you think the image is? Is it the actual beast? No. It's the image, so it's an idol. So right? that's why they're saying it could be AI. Okay, so so this this is this is a an image of the beast, and let's say for example in, in the if we were in the first century or the second century and the Romans uh, wanted Christian wanted people to worship the the idols, mm-hmm. and if they didn't, they would lock them up and they would kill them. Now, with the technology that we have today, if someone doesn't bow down. W- the technology will say, okay, person doesn't bow down, shoot them with a laser. 
It could be that people across the world, like for example Nebuchadnezzar's day, they have an idol and they're supposed to bow down. They didn't bow down, he arrests them. Now, the, what's, what's fascinating with this one is that he gives the, the image the ability to speak. So yes, it could be an AI speaking in it. But notice, this is not a... He gives the ability. So yeah, this he one... It's not the AI. It's, 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 it's him. A, it's the super... It's like, for it's example... It's like taking anything and twisting it. It's like, for example, how many times have we heard of, of things speaking? Like demons speaking in objects. Right. So he gets a demon or some spiritual being inside this to uh, talk through this, this image. Mm -hmm. So it gives it breath. In other words, it's, it to seems speak. alive and to speak. He calls us all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads. And that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Okay, so slowly. So, where is it the mark put on? The forehead or the right hand. So, specifically the right hand and the forehead. It's not left hand, not in the pocket. It's specifically. And the word here, very fascinating. In King James it says the word in. And I love King James. You know that, right? And But this word... There's another Greek word that is for in. It means in. E-N. And that's actually the word in. This word is more the word on. Okay, this mm -hmm. Greek word it means mm -hmm. on. It's actually, it's, it's, it's on the skin. It's like an embossing. So when you, when, you, when you stamp a cattle or uh, engrave a, a thing in a person's body, like even a tattoo. You mean branding. Branding, even a tattoo would be considered this. So in other words, yes, it's on top. In other words, it's, you, the point is you will see it. It's not going to be invisible. Right. It'll be visible. Just like, for example, God in Re Revelation 7, he seals the 144,000 on the forehead. It's actually on the forehead. The devil, again, what does he want to do? He wants to deceive. And he wants to do the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Right? So it's going to be on. It's going to be on the forehead. It's not going to be invisible. So that's why people say the chip. You're not going to see the chip. This is something that you... It's like, for example, you walk in the supermarket when we had this whole COVID thing with the mask. If you didn't wear a mask, how did you feel? Like you were the only one. And you felt like a... Like a fugitive. Yeah, yeah, like you're out. Yeah, yeah, and everybody yeah, pointed out. you out. Right. Like imagine if a person doesn't have it on their forehead, or they walk around the hand, showing it on their hand. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine how they would feel if they're the only ones not lifting their hand with something on yeah, it? Exactly, and it could be the fact that they have to, I don't know, put their hand in a certain position at a certain time of the day, and if they don't do that on their forehead, like Hail Hitler kind of thing, if they don't do that at a certain time of the day. Those that have the mark, they're going to get killed. Yes. But, but, but notice something, it's, it's also very important, is that <coughs> it's not, it's, it's, it's a, either the mark or the name or the number of his name. So in other words, the mark would be something like um, his image, the image of the beast. Like let's say what the beast looks like. Let's say, I'm not saying this is, but the Illuminati 
um, triangle. triangle. I'm not saying that it is because I think it will be more of directly linked to the beast. Maybe his face in some way. Two, it's the name of the beast. So maybe, let's say for example the beast's name is Titan. T-I-E-T-A-N. Okay, the reason why I'm saying this is because Arrhenius, which is a Polycarp's student, which was, and Polycarp was John the Apostle's student, he was the one that, um, that said that it could be many names, um, but Titan was the one that stood out, again, the most As the name that As represented name. that number. And also, it, it matches the number of the name, which is... 666. Right. So it's either going to be the image, it's either going to be the, the name, or the number. On the forehead or on the right hand. And yes, this in itself could have a chip embedded in there. I get it. What I'm saying is that the key thing is it's going to be a visible thing on the head and it's going to be an image. It's going to be associated with not an institution like um, Microsoft. It's going to be linked specifically to the beast. I, I get, I get how revelation is an AI, and I threw that out there because you know people were people have said that AI is is the beast and the mark of the beast. But I, I still want to go back to the AI issue because you know with AI, I mean I think about the recent World Economic Forum. There was a video that came out of a man speaking at the World Economic Forum and he was speaking rudely towards the leaders. And then the next day there was a video of him. He came out and he had a black eye and he cursed them again. And, you know, you watched this and it seemed very real. It seemed very real. And with AI, everything is going to be so mixed up and so worked on that you're not going to know what is real and what is not. So how I still think to myself... How do we as Christians respond to it? Because the Bible also said, do not be, tra- do not be tr- conformed to this world. And so how are we going to discern what, which of the AI is real, what isn't? I mean, I can imagine they create these images or uh, tell stories already. I see people are being held to account and taken to court for saying something that they supposedly said when it was an AI-generated image. How are we going to detect what is real, what is not? How are we going to discern the signs of the times? I mean, I, I understand that we can use it to expand the kingdom. Okay, but, but I also uh, struggle with that whole concept of, you know, how do you know when enough is enough? How do you reach that, that the place of saying, you know, no more, no more? No more what? No more using this for... Using the platform. Yeah. Like like even with the fact that, the, you know, the concept that we've spoken about before, you have pl- platforms like Google and, and, and other platforms that are, are censoring people, and yet we still support them, and we still, we still put stuff on there because it's bringing the gospel. So do we use it to bring in the gospel no matter what? That's the controversial piece for me. Well, Should we be engaging in this? Well... That statement you just mentioned, I would say two or three things that are questions that are, to me, somewhat isolated. The first one is, should should we be using it? Well, it's called artificial intelligence, right? So it's not real. Yeah, and should we should we be using it to further the gospel? Yes or no? Right. Okay. Another one is, 
um, if you're using it, does that mean you're actually supporting it? Right. Okay. That's the, these are the controversial uh, okay. so, topics. So, so, so it's two different things, right? Well, and there's a third aspect. Well, well first, first let me answer. Let's, let's talk about the first one. Is um, remember when, like, I invested in, in in Facebook back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. I invested and it did very well, and but because of all the shenanigans that was going on, I felt I I cannot invest in in um, Facebook anymore because I initially thought. Facebook was a good platform. I can use it to further the gospel. Therefore, if I'm using it, I should support it somehow. Mm-hmm. And then I saw, heard them, how they are, are suppressing. Manipulating algorithms. And, and so I, I stopped supporting. In other words, I, I saw all the shares. I've, I was done. I even made a loss because of, of refusing to wait. Right. I could have made double what I, what I made. Um, I sold it because I, I can't be a part of that because I don't want to be accountable to God one day. God says to me, okay, why did you... Because the benefit that they made, they're off other people. Right. But, so that's the first part. Do I support them? The answer is no. Do I use the platform? The answer is yes. Like I'm a Roman to the Romans. I'm a Greek to the Greeks. Means I'm not really a Greek. I'm not really a Roman. I'm not really Italian. I'm not really... Member of me, you know, I, I can, I can, but I, I you am that yourself to in to order apply. to connect with people. So connect with people on those specific platforms. So not supporting, but using. So, but, 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 so, so but, that's a, but then you had another third, a third statement within that. So one was supporting, one was leveraging and using it, and then the third one that you you mentioned, uh, it, it, it seemed to say that. Um, um, how do you know? How do you know? How do you discern? Yeah. If what you're seeing, because that part had there's two parts in there. There's the one part is how do you know what you're seeing is true or not? How do you know? And I would ask you, does God know what's what's true and what's not? Yeah, of course. And where is God? He's yeah, Holy Spirit. He's given me Holy Spirit to help discern. Th- thank God. Amen. Okay, so uh, you ask me, uh, Christians now but people, need to Christians be able. Christians are falling for anything anyway, and it's not even it's not uh, even being manipulated. Well, the, the, the point is, <laughs> is a faltering process too. In other words, I think we as believers need to be praying, spending time in the Word, so that we are able to discern. Just be calling somebody a Christian doesn't necessarily mean you that you're a Christian. Yeah, because right? the devil's a believer too, right? Yeah. But he's not a Christian. Yeah, and, and he can also quote scripture, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The question is, so how do we put ourselves in that position? I think as believers, we should be fasting more. We should be praying more. We should be surrounding ourselves with people who, who um, build us up in the faith in the Lord Um. And and we need to be continue to be grateful and thankful to spend time in His Word because the Word of God, the Bible says, says Yeshua says to His disciples, "You are already clean because, because of the Word that I've spoken to you." So in other words, we need to be clean. Why? How do we get clean? His Word. His Word. Listen to His Word. Read His Word. Mm-hmm. We. It's like we bath, we shower, we use soap. We need to be using the words to wash ourselves. So I think this, if this whole thing with COVID. We, we weren't surprised. Day one, we weren't surprised. When the vaccine came out, we knew it was garbage. Nobody said to us, it was garbage. Only months later, people started saying, oh, this is garbage, this is garbage. But we knew ahead of time, 
something sounds off. Not this because is, we were like geniuses or we were studying anything. Holy Spirit, we, Holy Spirit exactly, showed us. He exactly, showed us. it's the Holy Spirit. So, so that's the, that part of it is how do we discern? I think the Holy Spirit. But there's another component in there, which is the, the fourth component, which I think, you haven't mentioned it, but I think, which is well, concerning. You let me, yeah. Is that AI can use our data and make us, no, I, I rebuke that. Make but people. Make people look like they've said something or done something. That's my point. Yeah. I did bring that up. And it's not only that, but even the people that are, are creating it. Like, like digital ID. Digital ID. Even even when you think about Noah Yuval Harari, who works with the WEF, even he said, he said, people are not going to need to look for a Jesus or a God or anything. Everything's going to be found in this AI. So it's already trying to create AI into a, into a God, into an idol, which I know the Internet is, everything can be made into an idol. But, it, you know, the way I look at it is that AI is inevitable. We're not going to stop. It's like a... I mean, the downloads of ChatGPT was the fastest download of any app in the history of the world. Um, just to give you perspective, Instagram and Facebook took two years to get to something like 100, 200,000 downloads. They got to 100, 200,000 downloads within two weeks. Have you ever used ChatGPT? I have used it briefly. I, I, mean, I wouldn't call myself an expert, and I do think it's something that we need. Because I look at this and I say, yes, I hear you, Noah Yuval Harari, and all the demonic stuff that the... You know, the enemy has to speak. There's a law of the universe. You need to speak out what you're going to do for it to happen. But I also look on this side and I say, can you imagine taking all of Heaven's Catalyst videos and having them instantly translated to spread across the world? Can you imagine if all of the knowledge and the stuff you've written about Revelation gets put into a learning language model and people go and then they ask a question and they say... When is this going to happen? What does this represent? Isn't that amazing? I, that's what I think. Yeah. So a part of me says, there's a way to use this to, for the glory and the good of God. For the first part, which is actually leveraging it. For building the kingdom and expanding it. But not supporting it. it in terms of financially. Right. Um, and it is going ahead, whether we like it or not. And it's steamroll, and it, it's it's going to be here before you even know it. In, in fact, we use it's used every day. It's part of the... When we go online to text to ask for customer service, that's an AI model. When we when we are on the phone for some, just to somewhere, those are already beginnings of AI models. I mean, it is everywhere. It's just how is it going to be used? So, do we fight against it? Do we say it's from the enemy? Do we recognize that the Lord's given us mankind wisdom? Is it one of those things that the enemy is introducing to try and get us all manipulated? Because sometimes I wonder to myself, you know what? The Amish aren't using AI. The Amish aren't using the internet. The Amish aren't using cell phones. The Amish aren't using machines. Uh, no, that's not true. No, I'm talking about. Let's talk about the, the not no, not the the, the the extended community. I'm talking about the original, like Amish. They 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 don't have anything. They're not using electricity. But they're not reaching millions and millions of people either. No. Okay. And so, for example, even with our platform, he says, keep yourself and what's the name from a, the world over a million. Well, what about the scripture? Keep yourself un... un, What's the name from the world? What's the scripture? Keep yourself un... Untouched? It's not untouched. What is that? What is the scripture? Come on, you know which one it says. I can't remember it right now, but it... Yeah, but but it's not... It's not be conformed to this world, right? So the point is, yeah, we're not supposed to be um, conformed to it. In other words, our, our thinking shouldn't be changed to match the world's thinking. That's why the Bible says a friend of the world 
is enemy of God. In other words, a friend of the world is someone who partners with the world, thinks... But isn't that what we're doing, partnering with the world? Is a par- No, partnering is... Keep to, oneself unspotted. That's what I was saying, James one twenty seven. Keep oneself unspotted from the world. Yeah, unspotted from the world. Mm-hmm. In other words, then the world... Like, we are in the world, okay? Let's be clear. Well, we're not of it. Yeah. In other words, we let the Lord dictate what is right and wrong. We, the, we, we use... It's like a gun. Mm-hmm. Is a gun bad? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Same kind of argument. Someone will say, well, a gun it can hurt people. Yes, but a gun can protect too. A gun, a gun pr- can provide food for, for a family. Um, a, a gun could open a door. So you can use it for multiple uses. And, um, and even if, for example, I look at... Someone say, well, we shouldn't, we shouldn't be like use weapons or all that kind of stuff. And I would say, and that's another topic for another day, that um, um, but Yeshua said to his disciples, go and sell and buy a sword. Why would you say go buy a sword? And what does that uh, buying a sword look like? Um, and, and, and so when we look at things like AI, I, I wouldn't say embrace it. That's another thing to say. I would be, be cautious of everything, whether it's food to eat, how would you think? How do you think we should be looking at AI? How do I believe it personally? Yeah, yeah. Like I shared my my views on my on those four things. What well, I gave some input about how I, I passionately think that there's this this huge opportunity. Like I also told you, I I really do listen to the health ranger Mike Adams, and he he knows that. The, obviously, I mean, we all know that the the world and the enemy wants to use AI for evil, of course. Um, and what he's doing in advance is he's putting together a learning language model where you can go in and ask health questions and it's gardening and it's just living normal life. So that'll be available to offline. and, and, and All morals and, and, and morals. And, 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 and it establishes a moral code. Right. And so I definitely think it can be used, it can be used for good. But I also know that it's going to be used by the enemy to advance his kingdom. And I know that Christians will be, and, and normal people will be, will be, will be sucked in by it. And I believe it has the ability to, to turn uh, people away from the Lord. And we see how the Bible itself has been twisted. Can you imagine how much more of it's going to be twisted? Because nobody's actually doing the research for themselves. Yep. Um, you know, so I definitely think it's it's going to be used is for deception. But I also say that you know, I look at at, at, at my life. I, I look at many Christians. Who've, who've suffered something, you know, who, who've made bad choices. And I, I, like I was, I was even saying to the kids yesterday, you know, I know when I was born, the Lord had a plan for me. He had plan A. This is where I'm born, and this is where I'm going to die, and this is the straight line He wants me on, and I should be following this path. Did I follow that path? No. I went to the left. I went wandering off. I crossed over the path maybe at one point. Did the Lord abandon me because I made choices to go different? No, he stayed with me, kept trying to get me back onto the path, kept trying to get... Do I believe I'm on that path now? Yes, I believe that I'm mostly on the path that he has for me. So, you know, so did he did he put me on the path of going off and veering off from side to side? No. Did he cause all those bad so things to happen? So it's not Calvinistic doctrine no, no. position. Did he cause those bad things to happen to me? No. Were those things in the world and part of my choices? Yes. Does he want me on his path? Yes. Should I surrender to him and stay on that path? Yes. But can he use my experiences and my wanderings, like the prodigal son, 
to for his glory and for his good. Absolutely, he he can, he has, and he does all the time. And so, I don't believe everybody has to live a prodigal life. I very firmly do not believe it because there were two sons. There was the prodigal son and there was the other son. And the other son stayed with his father. Yes, he got a little bit upset, but he still stayed and did the work of the work that his father called him to do. And he honored his father. And nobody ever talks about the other brother that stayed at home. Everybody focuses on the prodigal and has this expectation that we should all be living a prodigal life. And I, and, and I come against that in the name of Yeshua, that we do not all. Jesus did not live the prodigal life. He is my example, and I will I will not succumb to that, so, so that why, lie. why bringing up that Because lie? I'm saying that even in the midst of evil happening, like AI being used for evil, the Lord can turn around and use it for good. And it says that in the scripture very clear. Now, what the enemy has meant for evil, he will he can turn to good. And so, even though I do believe AI is evil, I think I inherently think it is intended for evil. I do believe that we can use it for good, just like there are many other things that we can use for good. Yeah, and, and, do I mean? Do I think we should abandon it and live in darkness and say no? We're not going to engage in it at all. No, I don't think that. Mm. Uh, do I think we need to use wisdom? Absolutely. Do I think we need to fast and pray even more to have good discernment during these times? A hundred percent. I firmly believe, Christians, if you're listening to this, if you are not fasting regularly, you you are missing out on being able to discern. I think that is the key to this message because this this conversation can apply to many how, things. How often should a person fast? Just so that we, everyone's clear. How often do you recommend people fast and why? And how long? You know, Andre, I, I'm not here to dictate to people how to fast. The Bible very clearly says in Romans, you know, do not debate over... Um, Things, doubtful things, things that, and the Bible doesn't say, "Thou shalt fast every second day" or "Thou shalt fast once a year." Um, if we look at the Old Testament, mm -hmm. and when God introduced the law, He did institute a fast. Everybody was fasting at least one day a year, which was the Day of Atonement. The whole, the whole of the congregation was called to fast on the Day of Atonement. So we know there's a minimum of one day a year. We also know John the Baptist. And his disciples fasted often. They fasted often because yes, he even disciples said, didn't fast, but he, was there, he said, "When I go, you will fast." Yeah. We know that Moses fasted forty days. Jesus fasted forty days. Paul, we know at least fasted three. Esther and her. No, he fasted more than three because oh. he even fasted in, in in Acts thirteen, verse two and three, where he says that he fasted, and then they separated um, Paul oh, and Barnabas. So, that so he prayed for that fasting. We know that, we also know that Esther... And Any big decisions group, were normally fasting. Daniel, um, you know, Daniel had a, a simplified fast, which, you know, that's specific for him. Uh, so we do, and we do know that from the Didache, which it wasn't is... The a fast, yeah, fast. No, that's what I'm saying. It's a different kind, but anyway, not a fast. Um, we know from the Didache, which is the early writings, of, uh, the writings of the church fathers, the early church fathers, we know that they fasted twice a week. So it's 24 hours times two, twice a week. So That's like, what they were doing. I don't know. I don't Probably remember. dinner to dinner. Monday and, Monday and Thursday. Monday and I think they were doing it before the day of preparation. Yeah, so it was Thursday. So we have those examples. And I know everybody's in a different situation. So, so, so but I definitely think fasting, and I'm talking about food, water only fast, or food and water. I think it's critical that... Food and water too. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's critical <laughs> that people fast 
Christians fast at least once a month, I would say would be the bare minimum. Okay, so now... But for me, I, I do that more regularly. But Okay, so, so let's talk about the AI. You mentioned on the AI side, as Christians, how should we approach AI? Should we be... You, 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 what I'm hearing from you is we mustn't hide from it. We, we can leverage it, but we need to be hesitant. Is that what I'm hearing? Or should we be, should we be more on the, the offensive, in other words, attacking it and say, let's learn about it. Let's, so we learn the ins and outs of it so that we can be uh, influencers and leverages for the kingdom of God before the enemy takes over. Or should we be on the defensive, more of a, a little bit here, a little bit there, not actually getting deep into it? What would you, where would you lean and why? I'm in the middle, the, the number two. So you're more on the... On the on I'm on, more on the side of, I know it's coming. I know the enemy wants to control so and dictate. So if you look at the bell curve, you would be at the end of the bell curve. So the no, I'm the beginning. You said actively learn about it. Oh. Get uh, engaged. Oh, okay. Get actively learn about it. Get engaged. See how what, what, what we can influence before. Because the more we can change and influence it now, the more... Or leverage it now. Leverage it. The, the, the more because like, here's an example for example Google I don't know if you know last week Google released their AI uh, the latest AI I forget its name but they released it and in their AI learning language model or whatever you want to call it they had if you if you went into their AI and said show me pictures of early Vikings all the Vikings were black there was no <laughs> white person in the history of any of the Google AI model that they had they said show us the early early church fathers they were all black show us the founders everybody is black and so this was found out last week they've lost 70 billion dollars on this people are rejected it because they've got no white faces they 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 purposefully eliminating white faces in the history of 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 this google ai uh and if something like that is so elementary right how many other things are of taking out that may be more subtle yes because even somebody i I know they went and they asked about trump and they said oh i cannot speak about him because he is a creator of negative energy and he creates dissent and you know it's Mm. already so they they pre-programmed they pre-programmed and they're pre-programming the ai based on what's the internet and what's on the internet is already being uh, scanned and censored. So anything that's taken off the internet will not be in these AIs. So I think as Christians, we should get in there as quickly as possible to see how much we can leverage so that we can use AI to advantage to, to further the gospel. The only purpose is to further the gospel. I think we should. And we should get Christians should get ahead and not always be the last ones left trying to catch on. That's what I think. So is the AI the mark of the beast? I don't think it's the mark of the beast, no. But I did want to bring it up because and, and, I know I've read just, there's just... been so much controversy on the internet between Christians fighting over this. So I think it's a controversial corner. Maybe for you it's not because you don't read or you don't see all the stuff because it's not something that comes across your path. But people are like, what? Have you crossed over to the other side? I think you've been hacked. This is not the kind of way that you normally speak. How are you Christians embracing this? It's it's such a hot, controversial topic because mm-hmm. people don't want to... The mark of the beast is... Uh, I always tell people, they always ask, is this the mark of the beast? In, in uh, Revelation 14, an angel flies across the sky and tells people, don't take, take the, the mark, mark of the beast. beast. Yeah. So I would tell people... <laughs> Has an angel flown across the sky yet? I haven't seen any recently. Uh, 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 the fact is, no. everybody will be looking up and seeing an angel um, broadcasting. So, 
In other words, people that take the mark of the beast, they take the mark of the beast. Well, no, they're taking the mark of the beast. And the reason is because God says that when they take the mark of the they beast, will know. they will be written, taken out of the book of life mm-hmm. for eternity. They're done. So, it, so God, in his mercy, is sending an angel to say, hey, um, uh, maybe you can't get it, but I'm going to tell you. So on Judgment Day, you are crystal clear that I really told you not to take the mark of the beast. Right. And also the mark of the beast is something that is, is voluntarily people are taking. It's not something that is um, forced on people. Right? In other words, people are, actually are giving themselves to, to take it. Right? Because um, there's going to be a choice involved to take it or not to take it. And so uh, do I think that there, there be maybe some AI components in there? Possibly. But uh, there's a computer does it link to the computer? Possibly. But I do know that the beast's friend, the false prophet, is going to make the image to breathe and speak. This is going to be a demonic thing, making it breathe and speak. Demon things. I have seen demons move and I, I, I even heard them speak audibly here once, showing the frustrations. Uh, what's the difference of putting an idol... And making them speak through the idol, right? Mm-hmm. If this guy's got so much power, mm-hmm. of course he could do that. Um, and, and could it be linked to AI after that? Of, of, who knows? But AI in itself is not the mark of the beast. Mm-hmm. It has to be in the forehead. It has to be on the right hand. Angel has to fly across the sky and it'll be visible to people. It's going to be an image. Uh, in other words, they'll say, oh, that's the beast. Not that's the institution or what, what is that in your head? It wouldn't be hidden under the skin either. You will see it. Yeah, and, and, and I think there's two other things as you were speaking that, that made me think of AI. Is One, um, a caution would be for Christians, don't you know, use AI as a tool because you can't... AI is not going to lay hands on people and pray for their healing or pray for their, the, the gifts of the Spirit, you know, lay hand, laying hands. So... AI becomes a tool, not a... It doesn't replace. And don't let it... You Dictate know, your, your scriptures. It's like if you want to find something in the scripture, you, yes. you Google it and say, yes. but now you will AI it. Exactly. So, so the, and and we, we can see for years how Google has, has changed what's in the scripture. So AI is going to do the same thing. So, you know, it's not like people have been understanding the scripture for the last 2,000 years. Now suddenly, oh, AI is coming. We, now, you know, we're not going to have extra clarity because of AI. You still need to do the basics. So, so I would say, yes, embrace AI as a tool and see how we can use it to expand the kingdom. But don't neglect the basics of praying, mm. fasting, time with the Lord, reading the word. I mean, keep that paper Bible. Read from the paper Bible because there's something that happens when you are spending time in the word reading that Bible with the Lord. Um, I'm not speaking against those who like to read on their phones. phones or laptops. You know, there's a place for that. But study the word. Ask Holy Spirit to show you. You don't need to go to... You know, it's, I could speak the same negativity people speak about AI and the websites. See the same thing about some of the seminaries and the schools, the schools of theology. You know, not not they're not all teaching the right doctrine either. So now, but who, said, but who is exactly? So so we can't we can't throw everything out because ah, oh, you know, it's the mark of the beast, the mark of the beast. 
it, it's it's it, it, it all comes with discernment and I, yeah and I would encourage people to keep seeking the Lord no now before you can close in prayer um, I would say that we we do need to be cautious don't put personal information into AI rather make it ambiguous take it out extract it and then manipulate it on, on that other thing. But don't put your personal information on there, like your name. Okay, but what about, say, say what, what personal about... Personal information. Because you can. You can say fictitious name, fictitious address. Even our company... Because it's trackable, right? Even our company, we're not allowed to use it. It's actually illegal to use it. They actually have a, a, a company, one, that is uses this technology, but it's actually in Separate. some firewall. Because they understand that the information that's in there can be leaked out and right. used so you need to just be uh, be as wise as serpents and harmless as so dogs. as a pastor would would uh, you recommend pastors go in there and get their sermons typed on an ai i think um i, I really think that the holy spirit is the one that leads but but i do think that i, I can give some ideas like it, can, it can spark ideas. Oh, now you're getting controversial again. It can spark. No, it can spark ideas. You know, it's like, like for example, you listening to, to people are saying about the different things being the mark of the beast. And they may put things in there that you go, oh, these are controversial things that you can answer. So if you ask it, this you can actually defend. So you it can, can speak it. Still it. can be a tool, but a it's tool. not going to write your sermon. A yeah, sermon. Yeah, you have to discern. You have to say yes, no, but you use it as a platform. It's like asking. It's like asking uh, another another person input on on it without getting uh, negative um, feedback so you you get input you look at it you discern you make changes as you please um, and then then I think also it can be used as a tool to help um, formulate um, a sermon but the thing is for me as you know I really believe the best sermon is that of the Holy Spirit gives you at the right words at the right time. Mm -hmm. um, but I think some of the ideas that can generate, can help generate some of the ideas. And the Holy Spirit can use that to bring something to your mind. Oh, I haven't thought about that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, I was thinking... I, I, as I know you, our time is like uh, close. way, okay, way la past. Last one. I was thinking, can you imagine how people reacted in back in the day when the printing press was invented? And people were like, a printing press? What you want to print paper? Imagine all the books that are going to be written, all the evil books that are going to be spread. And now, you know, before we could at least burn them, now they're going to be printed in multiples. And and then the Christians were like, "What? The printing press? We could print Bibles. Imagine we could get these Bibles into the hands of every plowman." I'm talking about Tyndale. And, and, and so, so, can you imagine the reactions at that time? at the thought of the printing press coming. It would be the same as this kind of concept. So the, the, pro, the, the point I'm trying to get to is, what, what, what are you using it for? Mm. And have discernment and wisdom and, and focus in on the kingdom of God. Yep. You can pray today. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this um, opportunity to connect with our brothers and sisters across the world. And I do pray that you help them, give them uh, insight and discernment as we move in this era of the AI. And thank you for helping us to be wiser serpents and harmless as doves. And I know your word says, a greater is he that's inside us than he that's in the world. 
And thank you, my Father. I do pray for wisdom for every believer that's seeking your face, that you give them wisdom. In the mighty and holy and precious name of Yeshua. Amen. Amen.